What do you get when you take a psychologist slash psychic, a radio personality, and an improv comedian? You get three crazy wahines talking whatevers. Ever Beach back then <laughs> was like two lanes, no houses, nothing. It's the Creates Happiness Podcast with Nadine, MJ, and Marnie. Yeah, yeah there was crazy. no Ever by Gentry back no, then. There wasn't. <laughs> yes. Ever has blossomed like acne on a teenager. It, it is oh my massive. God, the Creates Happiness Podcast. Available now wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. What we do here is bizarre, unsettling, and riveting. You're listening to Create Happiness Podcast with Nadine, MJ, and Marnie. If you have any questions or show topics, hit us up at createshappinesspodcast at gmail.com. That's Creates Happiness with a Y podcast at gmail.com. Good morning and welcome to Create Happiness Podcast. I am Nadine. I have my girlfriends, MJ and Marnie here. Hey, but hey, today hey. we also have a special guest and it's Cutmaster Spaz, who yes. is also, I'm back. Yes, also <laughs> not only a freaking bomb ass DJ with jams. Okay, that's how I know him yeah. from back in the day. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's, newly, yeah. He's, a, he's a teacher as well, but he's also a published author. Skidio! <laughs> Scared yeah. right? you. <laughs> Thank Watch you. out now. Watch out. Yes. You, you gotta badass. diversify. You gotta yes. diversify. <laughs> yeah. You know oh, wait. wait. Oh, wait. We gotta use some new new millennial words, right? Or is it the new words? Is he's fire? Yeah. Fire. Is it yeah. that fire. one? Fire. fire. <laughs> <laughs> F-I-R-E. <laughs> and then I would say, I would say that's no cap. You know, yeah, that there's means? no cap. That's all facts. Straight facts. Yeah, no all cap. facts. Straight facts. Yep, no, cap. Awesome. no cap. Yep. So are we uh, are we bringing back fetched? Is that fetched? <laughs> That'll be. I don't even know what that means. It's not nails. It's not nails. Not nails hey, at yeah, all. <laughs> um. So teacher, author, DJ. Oh, you forgot to say a uh, male review dancer. Oh yes, uh, that's oh, right. Oh dang, choreographer, choreographer. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah, he's the actually point. a really good dancer. He's, he dances super sexy. I'm telling you, he can do like the body rolls and the you know the hips, like moving the hips, the thrusting. He does all that when he seriously. No, the funny part is I'm not joking. I actually yeah. used to choreograph uh, Mel Review shows. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I remember you telling that's us about awesome. that, which is funny. If you guys haven't heard that episode, you guys got to check it out because it's one of it's so funny how he used to DJ and some of the guys didn't have moves and how can you be a guy in a male review and not have moves but this right. spaz comes in he was teaching them how to get their little groove on on stage you know <laughs> one, of his, one of his students was channing tatum and you know it's amazing it's amazing no, magic mike was a like that he does dance like that spaz is really good like i've i've been partying with him and i dance with him and i just watch him get down i'm like dang <laughs> That's why you had the crush on him. Oh, oh seriously, oh, seriously. Oh, I, I, he's I, handsome, you know? He's a handsome guy. Yes, he is. Hello, I'm in the room, you know. Oh, wait, I'm what? Here. Oh, yeah, we forgot. Sorry, sorry. Dang, getting hot and heated over here. So about that child book you wrote. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys remember one of our episodes last year we spoke about um spaz's first book and and then yes. i got his second book i don't know why i didn't get the first one. anyways i got the second book and it's i love it i 
I didn't think I was going to love it as much as I do, to be quite honest, um, because I was like, OK, let me check it out. Right. But then I was like, oh, my God, for real. Like, I don't know. There's something about your writing that's so relatable and not just if you have problems in school. But mm-hmm. it made when I was reading it. Right. Not that I had a issue doing this, but like, you know, when I was going to school, you have kids that. Mm-hmm. Um, have issues and a lot of regular people that not having issues we always either we stayed away from them or we made yeah. fun of them right yeah yeah um I I didn't do either I was just kind of like I, I was like a little bit ditzy when I was in school so I never really paid too much attention and I never really went outside of my comfort zone to kind of be empathetic to the person that was struggling right mm-hmm. and that's what your book did when I read the second one about um Komoho doesn't like school mm-hmm. I was like you know what and then I started thinking about my childhood days right and I would I was like oh I remember so-and-so and he always used to get busted but it never dawned on me that there was something else going on you know what I mean mm-hmm. yeah until, as kids, we don't know yeah until I read your yeah. book and well not not till I read your book no actually I'm not gonna lie I I blocked that part of me out in you know in school right in school yeah and I never looked back at it again because it didn't really affect me you know what I'm saying but when I read your book I thought holy shit like yes I was younger and I didn't know any better but when I think about it now I think oh fuck poor thing you know what I mean <laughs> like if I feel like and this is why I gave the book to my kids to read I gave the book to my ex-daughter-in-law to read and my grandson to read because he he can read um because I feel like people need to be a little bit more sympathetic and not because look at it like stuff. that's not me that's not my problem you know what I mean mm-hmm. um I just not gonna deal with that kid that has learning disabilities you know um whatever right or don't tease them yeah yeah exactly yeah. I I just I feel like it's not only a great book for somebody who's going through that but for other people to look at it and get a different perspective about the person there that we might be ostracizing I you think know? it's kind of crazy that he's gone through all that and look at him now. You know I know. I mean? like, <laughs> yeah, and totally. he's so helpful and he's yeah. so nice to people still, mm-hmm. you know, even yeah. after they've been so dick to him. Yeah. So yeah. totally. We, yeah. We, we have a choice. You know I mean? Everybody doesn't realize that. I mean, I made a choice to be positive and mm-hmm. unfortunately a lot of people that gone through that, that has been bullied or, um, you know, teased, or ridiculed, went into a life of crime, went yeah. into drugs. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. you know, we always have a choice. And I think that's one of my main messages that we always have a choice, make good choices. So thank you, Nadine. That's deep, man. Because you're yeah. an adult. This was made for kids. No, this- that's what I'm saying. That's why I, when I got it, I said, let me check it out because we're going to have spaz on, right? And <laughs> legit, like even now I'm getting emotional because <laughs> it like it makes you think about stuff and it makes you think about, wow, and this is why, like I said, I, I have my grandson reading it because I feel like if you're aware of the possibilities of what somebody else is going through, it makes you a little bit more akamai about how to handle situations, right? Um, right. And so my, my grandson is very sensitive to people in general. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like, hey, you know, his name is Noah. And so I was like, mm-hmm. hey, you know, read this book because, you know, you might have a friend in school that like, you know, doesn't like school it's because like that, yeah. they're having, you know, they're struggling learning. Maybe they don't learn the traditional way. You know what I mean? Um, 
And then, you know, maybe you can make friends with that person because they probably feel left out. You know what I mean? And he mm-hmm. goes, we call each other pumpkin pie. Um, and he goes, you oh, write, pump- he says, he's like, you write pumpkin pie. Like I have a friend and he's like, um, he told me his name and he said, yeah, every day he gets busted. Like he's not doing his work or something. something. I said, you know, um, there's nothing wrong with him. You know, mm-hmm. it may be just that he has a little bit harder time understanding where <clears throat> the teacher's coming from, you know? So mm-hmm. if you understand something one way and you, that's your friend, maybe you can teach him a different way of how to look at what you guys are learning. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. So I was first, can you tell us about the book? Tell us okay. about the second book, because we know about the first one. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Kamoho, the chameleon, mm-hmm. uh, is, is me as a child. And I had many learning disabilities, which was uh, later in life, I realized in high school was dyslexia, uh, attention, uh, hyperactive disorder, ADHD, dyspraxia, which is I'm clumsy because I don't know my left and my right. And I, I trip over my own left foot. And I stuttered. So this was, and, and also as a dyslexic student or child, it's reading is really hard. So when I went to school, I hated reading. I would do anything to get out of reading. So this book is um, not only about me not liking school because I couldn't read, but it's paying homage to a to, to a teacher. Um, Teachers have made a difference in my life. So Miss Watase, which is the character in the book, is actually a real teacher. She was my sixth grade teacher. And this is a true story that I hated school because I got made fun of when I read. You know, I'd be like, the bear went to the store and everybody's yeah. laughing. Mm-hmm. And they don't realize I really am having a hard time. And the more anxiety, the more mm-hmm. Uh, frustrated I got I would stutter more because my brain is trying to you Mm -hmm. know like a computer trying to buffer and so this teacher basically showed me compassion showed me care and and believed in me and said people people see you for now I see greatness in the future for you and so she took me under the wing and she tutored me and said it's going to be okay I'll sit by you I'll help you read and that's what basically the story is about about Mm -hmm. this teacher believing in her student and believing in me and me gaining the confidence to read and I finally was able to read in front of the class and that's what the story is about and yeah then I, I like school because now I have something to look forward to. So that's what the book is about. And mm-hmm. it's Aww. just for, for children that are having a hard time reading or have a learning disability or for whatever reason, don't mm-hmm. like school is to say that, you know, that I believe in you. I, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I was, I was you. So, you know, just keep on trying, pushing to your best. Yeah. Yes. Correct. Mm-hmm. So that's what the book is about. Mm-hmm. And, um, this is not the end. This is the second book out of eight books that we're coming out with. Mm-hmm. So nice. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Nadine, I just I'm I'm blown away. I'm so touched because I I'm this book was uh, my business partner uh, Kelly Marotti made the Trojan series mm. of my life and tr- trying to you know help the children because she uh, my my sped to success which is coming out soon which is geared to teens is. Um, she said, no, we got to touch these children at a young age. We mm-hmm. can't wait till they're teens because some of them, it's too late, but which I don't believe it's never too late. No, but no. like, but the fact that you as an adult yeah. saw, got the message and yeah. is, is delivering well, a message yeah. is unreal. Let me tell you something too. Okay. Because a lot of times 
and I know this just from, from the profession, people think that when you say a child has a learning disability, you automatically think that they are retarded or they have downs or something to that effect, but they don't understand yeah. that learning disabilities are something as simple as stuttering, dyslexia. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it's just small stuff. And now the reason also that I sent it, I gave it to my kids to read because, and they thought I was nuts. Okay. Cause they're, they're <laughs> in college. Okay. And they're like, why the hell are we going to read this? Right. And I was like, just read it. Right. And so they're like, okay. And um, I have a, this area in my craft room now that's like pretty cool. And they like to sit there. So if you want to sit in my chair, you can read this freaking book. And they were like, oh, okay. Okay. So they read it and they were like, oh, mom, this is a good book. And, and I said, okay, do you understand why I'm making you read it? And they said, no, still yet. Right. And I said, because you know why? This is not just about a little boy in elementary school. This is also about people in college. Oh, yeah. It's not just younger. Yes. It's not just young kids. It's, It's just, it's people in general. You need to have a little bit more sympathy because you just never yeah. know. I, kids in college struggle with the same things that kids in elementary struggle with. You know what I mean? Yep. But people just think, oh, because they're older adults out, oh, you know what I mean? Whatever, you know? So yeah. I told my kids, the reason you're reading is because I want you to have a little bit more empathy for these people. Maybe you see them in class, they're struggling, whatever. You know, they might need help. That's that's they're on even you. At work. You know? Even yeah. Not work. Mm-hmm. It's the yep. same thing. They yep. have their cliques. They talk yeah. shit about other people. <laughs> so, like, so funny. Because my, my, my middle son, um, he was like, you know what, mom? And in this opened a discussion, he said, mom, it's funny that we, that you told me to read this because come to think of it. He said, last semester in my class, there was this Popola boy and he was sitting in the back row behind my son. And now everything is on computers. They're all taking notes on computers, whatever. Right. And the kid didn't know how to do some stuff on his computer. So he, my son said you could hear him getting real frustrated. You know, the kid was a football player, you know, very jockish, not, not too much into school. Right. Um, and he was, he was getting mad. He was getting really pissed off in the class. My son said, so my son said, and, uh, the guy tapped him on his shoulder. And now my son is not very big. He's like five, seven, five, eight. Right. The guy's like six, three. And my son's like, Holy shit. Right. What, what do you want? You know? And the guy was like, Hey man, um, I don't know how to get to this thing that the teacher's talking about. He said, can you help me out? And then my son is very likable. Everybody likes him. Um, and he's like, oh yeah. So he taught him and he goes, you know, mom, this is kind of like what you're talking about, why we should be reading this book. I was like, yeah. And he goes, okay, I get it. You know? And so he got it, which is good. You know, I think everybody needs that reminder. So the book is telling you guys so, so my children so, is for every age yes it is it is <laughs> yeah and i don't think you realize that mm-hmm. so think, did yeah. did your son help him yeah he did oh, okay and it's I thought so it was a funny. joke I, I, no. I, I was waiting for the punchline like no 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 he did, <laughs> he did help so he did so it's so, okay this is the thing so my son lives in the dorms that is for the athletes right never saw this guy before except in class and so after my son had helped him you know they went along their merry way and then he seen him again in class but the guy sat in another section or whatever but then he also seen the guy in the elevator at the dorms and he said hey man what's up and my son was like hey what's up and he's like you don't you the kid that helped me in you know in my class and he said yeah he's like what's your name so my son's like oh rj he's rj i fuck with you you know like and that's their way of saying like you're cool you know what i mean like right. that's how they oh, say really? cool. yes. oh my god yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I think that uh, that's <laughs> yeah. the uh, that's the value of uh, young adult and children's books that adults keep forgetting is yeah. 
we're supposed to read it first. Yes, yes. We yes, are supposed yes. to read it first mm. because we are uh, applying this mm -hmm. mindset, um, yep. attitude change or information to our children. And we have to respond to it. The child's going to come to us and ask us these questions about the book. And if we didn't read it, then yeah. why are we giving it to them? Mm -hmm. yeah. So, um, you know, that message that you gave, you know, I have a, a son who's also in special needs classes and, you know, we don't know exactly what's wrong. You know, he's, he's smart, but then he had just has like, you know, other things that are not normal that we're trying to figure out what's going on, but it's not at a, um, a large degree, but because he acts silly and all that, he's tall. He's a tall kid. You know, people look at him funny, like, you know, he's, you. yeah, they, <laughs> they look at him funny. They're like, oh, this little boy is, you know, mentally challenged. And I'm like, no, my son's mm -hmm. fine. You know, mm -hmm. he sucks his thumb. So he has an overbite, you know, he acts giddy because he's six, mm -hmm. you know, but he happens yeah. to be tall. Mm -hmm. So, you know, people just kind of like, oh, you know, this kid is, you know, a little weird. And I, I just kind of stop, you know, stand next to him. And, you know, I, um, we use that as an opportunity to educate his brother and sister, you know, so everyone gets it. Mm -hmm. You know, I think the book, what, what the summary that was just shared reminds me of the students that were connected to empathy and sympathy at a mature level mm -hmm. than, you know, kids my own age or, or younger. And we looked at them different, like, oh, this person's, you know, a hippie or weird or their parents yeah. are doctors. Or, you know, we gave an excuse as to how and why this one person mm -hmm. was able to connect to on an emotional and, um, uh, you know, cerebral level to the differences of that student that everyone ostracized or ignored. Yeah. And, you know, there were, there were just a small handful of those kids in school mm -hmm. where they actually befriended the weird mm -hmm. kid. Yep. You know, and I, and I remember that. And even That's as adults, awesome. there's only yeah. a handful of adults that will befriend yep. the weird coworker. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yep. and, that's true. You know, that's so true. It's like, yeah, you know, and that's the. I think that's what this book is about. It's like, but it's I okay think it also stems them. from the adults. So the parents. Oh yeah. It stems yeah. from the parents, and it yeah. brings it down to their oh, kids. Oh yeah. The kids absolutely. Like that, yeah. You know. So yeah. absolutely. So the adults should read it. Yeah. <laughs> that's why it was yeah. important for me to say, "Let me read this, and then let me have my kids read it, even though they're adults." But then also my grandchild, you know, because it's like, hey, yeah. you know, it matters to me that I raise you in the way that I want you to treat other people the way you would mm. want to be treated. You know yeah. what I mean? So it, it matters. And that's why this book, I think, um, yes, initially it was made for a specific, uh, you know, age group, but it was, it, I, I don't know. I got emotional when I read it because I'm like, thank you. It makes you check. It really makes you yeah. check yourself. If you are a person who does a lot of introspection, like I do on myself, it really makes you check yourself. It does. Wow. Yeah, good. Good. Like, Going back to what MJ said, she's actually right because I remember one of the things when I got I got put into special ed was kids, my kids I was, you know, grew up with around my neighborhood stopped hanging around me. And I asked them why. And they said because their parents said that you're 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 mental. So I shouldn't hang around you because they I think their parents made them think that it's contagious. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ew. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's messed up. They said, my parents said, you're weird, so I can't hang around you. Oh, hell no. Yeah. So that's I mean... messed up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I remember, <laughs> like, in my elementary school, we had one girl who was kind of alone all the time, and they used to call her Medusa because of her hair, because she had like curly, you know, like hair, mm -hmm. and it was all over the place. And so they used to, used to 
used to call her Medusa. And I just remember how it happened was one person saying it and then it caught on with everybody mm. and then everybody started calling her Medusa. And that was her nickname for all of elementary school. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. and it was pretty sad or Uku girl, you know, mm -hmm. or Uku boy or whatever. It's, you know, there's always one person who says it, mm -hmm. that person that just makes everybody say it or it catches on to everybody and everybody else says it. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. funny. It's funny mm -hmm. to them. So they continue it because it's funny. Yeah. And then uh, it makes them, mm -hmm. yeah. And it makes them feel like they have some kind of power over yeah. this individual. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. But like yep. you were saying, I'm like, uh, the adult is the one that was yeah. supposed to be monitoring that and cha uh, changing yep. that because exactly. like Spaz was teachers. saying, parents, you know, teachers, uh, yep. adults have influence over children. And like we all stated, you like, we were different when we were younger. We didn't know better. Yeah. So yep. if we're not being corrected, you know, they were going to continue the to perpetuate certain negativities yep. or certain damaging mm -hmm. uh, stereotypes where these children cannot come out of, you know, mm -hmm. some kids like Spaz was saying, you know, can't come out of it. If they don't choose a positive path, they're going to they're not going to come out of it and they're going to grow up to be adults <laughs> that were damaged. Mm -hmm. And it's our fault, you know, because yeah. nobody did anything about it. Yep. And you know, books, uh, and they say like, oh, always read to your children, read to your children. There's an underlying reason why they say it. Mm -hmm. It's so parents are reminded of the structure that is the world that is outside of your little bubble. Yes. You know, there are people who don't live like you. They mm -hmm. don't have the mm -hmm. wealth like you. They yeah. don't have the uh, family like you. And don't forget that, mm -hmm. you know, because how you act is based off of your environment. Mm -hmm. and, and you know what? That's a great thing, Marnie, because when you're saying about you know, parents read to your kids, right? Don't just read Dr. Seuss. <laughs> you know what I mean? Add yeah. this to your freaking nightly reading with your kid because you want to teach them something that they can take away. Not just like mm. one fish, one what? One shoe, two shoe, red shoe, blue shoe, whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because Kamal is is like uh spaz was saying was his life uh kamoho is real yes mm -hmm. this is uh a, there's a kamoho everywhere mm -hmm. and we yes. need to be reminded of that you know we have a lot of uh i think the most successful mainland uh, writers were talking about empowerment mm -hmm. you know because yeah. she's uh be and so mm -hmm. she did or something like that that was one of the books that stuck out with me it was my daughter's um you know summer reading list mm -hmm. and when i got the books i read them mm -hmm. And I was just like, man, this one's pretty cool because I never had it growing up. Yeah, you know, I didn't yeah. know these books existed. <laughs> right, you know? right. And then when I started reading it, I'm like, hey, this is pretty cool. And I make her read it. I'm like, read this and, and we'll talk about it. Mm -hmm. um, I think uh, Spaz's book is going to be uh, very influential because mm -hmm. we're yeah. in a, a current mm -hmm. culture. Yes. Where it is expected that you have some decency towards human beings. It is expected. You cannot be... Uh, 1980s, you know, trusty kid anymore. You know, you gotta, you have to be compassionate. You have to show love and you have to be positive. Um, if you're going to be negative, uh, back off, you know, it's like, we don't want that in our world. We, yeah, how many stickers are there on cars? Yeah, have a positive day. You know, it's, yeah. and the you know, motivational speaker and mindsets are always like, stay away from toxic people. You know, so we need these books to remind us of it. And it doesn't matter the age that you are introduced mm -hmm. to it. It's just that you are introduced to it and realize that that is not appropriate. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And look and at what happens to people who have like these disorders, you know, like look at him. Like he's, he's amazing. Yeah. You never know. You never know. Mm -hmm. 
And he, a, he was a radio personality, so he was popular. And everybody on the island, the people who used to tease him, you know, are, are now like, oh, my God, that's the guy we used to tease. Look at him. He's a radio personality. He's doing radio. He's so amazing. Mm -hmm. So with that said, yeah. there's actually two extremes. Like MJ said, the yeah. people who tease me, that bully me, if I would see him at 7-Eleven to go visit my mom in Kaneohe, because they didn't yeah. live Kaneohe, they'd be like, oh, Cutmaster Spaz, what's up? Hey, son, <laughs> me and him, best friends in high school. Oh, my God. Yeah, right. What? <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> Where was I? But, <laughs> but, uh, so, you know, I'm not going to versus Bob in front of his son. So, like, yeah, yeah what's yeah. up? Aww, but I had, so the, I had the other extreme where they still was acting like we're in grade school. So I would oh, what? See a, yeah, I would see a guy and he would be like, like just eyeing me out. And I'm like, really? Oh, wow. Really? Like, like 40 years later, you still yeah. acting like, like we're in the playground. Some of us and have never grown up, eh? <laughs> you know, there was, I know, uh, right? There was a, a, jealous. a woman that DM me and said, I'm so worried because my my husband is uh, really obese and I'm, I'm worried for him. And I know you have a weight loss journey you went through. Would you be open to talking with him about getting a gastric bypass or getting healthy? And of course, like I said, my passion, helping people. Helping people. Yeah. So I said, absolutely. I will come to your house. I will meet him at a park, a restaurant, coffee, whatever. So she went and talked to him and she came back a couple of days later on the DM and said, Oh, apparently he knows you. He went to school with you and he doesn't want to have anything to do with you. Wow. I was oh, like, what? what? Dick. Wow. Oh, damn. Like, I don't know oh. if it's his pride or what it was. Yep. He's like, yeah, he doesn't, mm -hmm. he, I, he doesn't want to meet with you. I'm like, okay. Oh, unfortunately, too bad unfortunately, then, Mr. Obese. A year, <laughs> uh, unfortunately, a, a year later, he passed away from oh, bed. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I mean, I, exactly. Yeah. That's what I was like. But you know what I mean? Like he, he could have went on a journey. Yeah, he could be on a journey to live a long life. And oh. you know, it's just sad that I think it starts at a young age. This is Marty hit it nail on the head again. That we gotta teach our children now because mm -hmm. you know, yeah. if they don't learn positive thinking, positive choices, making the right choice, it you don't grow out of it. You don't like all of a sudden, oh, I'm a dog, I'm a child. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna make right choices. No, if you're making <laughs> bad choices. Your 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 parents are telling you it's okay to act this way. Right. You don't right. you don't change. It's right. very rare that you change. Yep. Um, you know, most likely you believe that's what it is. Yep. You know what I mean? That's how it is. It's okay to tease people and ridicule them and not mm -hmm. help them, you know, all for your all for yourself. Yeah. So yeah. that's why the, the the books are hopefully and it needing, you know, proved it that you know it what? Is helpful. To the the title, right? Kamoho the chameleon. I can only imagine because chameleons change colors, right? You know, mm -hmm. given yep. the situation, the temperature oh, of the room, whatever, right? Right. So I can only yeah. imagine. And it's so fitting because thinking about all of that that you wrote, right? And I think to myself, wow, must have been something every time you're trying to blend in, not be recognized, not draw attention. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it was so fitting that that's the title of the book is that. <laughs> That you're like, a chameleon. Oof, yeah. That's that's rough because you know life is already tough every single day. But to have to always change, 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 just to not stick, stand out, or draw attention, or just to fit in—that's rough. You know, it's like that's, you can't even be yourself. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Absolutely, and and that's what I'm hoping that this book will do for people. Is saying it's okay. 
to be different. It's okay to be yourself. Don't try to blend in with the crowd because the kids and that out. did blend in with the crowd, they're not happy with their life. You know, yeah, they their parents told them to become doctors and dentists and and they did. They did what the parents said. They fit in with the crowd. They're making a lot of money, but they're unhappy. They're not, they didn't follow their passion. Mm -hmm. So even though they have a big house in Kahala, they have a three-car garage, beautiful wife, they find their happiness at the bottom of a bottle, mm -hmm. yep. uh, up their nose, uh, yep. with other women, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's that's yep. what this is about. Finding your passion, yep. finding you and being you. It's okay to be you, you know. Um oh, I love that. But yeah. So that's 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 what my whole message is to everybody's find your passion, be you because. You being different now as a child or as a teenager, yeah, people looking at you like, oh, you're not like us. You're weird. But when you become adult, that's what makes you the Madonna, the Michael Jackson, the prince, because you're not them. You're yeah. your own person. Mm -hmm. Yep. So. Because you are different, yeah. So yep. what, okay, so I love the second book. You said you got eight more down the pipe, right? Yes. So, okay, six more. So, what other learning lessons are we going to be seeing? So, my the next book is about uh, a friend named Ricky. We were, we grew up, and because he wanted to be a part of the pack, uh, when I got into special ed, these bunch of boys told him, if you're his friend, we're going to bully you like how we bullied him. And so he basically uh, ridiculed me, basically took a slipper, spit on it and shoved it in my face. Oh my and this God. next book explains how I overcame that and the life lesson I took away from that incident of losing what I thought was my best friend. Oh. And, yeah. So, oh. and this is a true story. Yeah, he, he I, I was tripping out because I was looking where he went, like we meet every morning in a playground and I went and he wasn't there. And I looked all over and I found him with this bunch of boys and I say, like, hey, what's up? And he said, get away from me. I was like, well, what's the matter? Like, I just saw you yesterday. We were cool. We walked home together. And to prove his allegiance, he took off his slipper that he's walking in the mud and grass all morning. He spit on it and shoved it in my face. Boom. Oh, my gosh. Just to prove his allegiance. The boys are laughing at me. And so this next book uh, tells how I overcame that life lesson. And there's many others that, but that's the next one that we're working on. Like, so um, are you going to have this in like a set that you could buy all eight at one time? We eventually will. Yes, we're working okay. on that, but it will be locally. So on Amazon, we only can do, we can't do bundles on Amazon, oh, okay. uh, but because uh, right now the, the book is available only on Amazon. Mm -hmm. You can purchase it on Amazon, Kamal the Chameleon. Um, but when we, we're going to do bundles here in Hawaii. So when we oh, search in bookstores and, and yeah. stuff like that, um, there's bookstores that are locally owned that we want to, you know, work what with. What about and donating some to the schools? Yes, absolutely. We're, we're, we're working on that too as well. I'm, um, Their libraries. Try, yes, trying yeah. to. Well, you know, the messed up part, they don't have libraries anymore. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they so don't have. Up. So oh, it's, oh, it's it, uh, the, the, uh, the grade school just have little bookshelves in their class. Mm -hmm. So oh, it's wow. each teacher. So we have donated already to Marinode uh -huh. and, mm -hmm. and stuff like that for, for them to, to, to do. But yeah, that is my, I never plan to make money off this book series. We mm -hmm. plan yeah. to, to change the world. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's, Aww. that's the payback is making a difference in these young um, children's lives and, and 
people's lives to see the other side, to see through my my viewing lens mm -hmm. of what went on. Hmm. I think because awesome. that was uh, the story or uh, the series is personal. Yeah. And it is definitely, uh, that's why it's more than profits. It's a personal journey that you had and that you want others to understand. And, you know, even as an adult, it's still scarring. You know, you could talk about it and it just flashes back to that moment. And it's very hurtful and it's very sad. I mean, just listening to your story right now, I got, you know, sad yeah. for you. I was <laughs> like, wow, that's just mean. Yeah. Um, you know, and I'm a big burly woman. And... <laughs> Uh, but, you know, I have a way with my mouth, but I would never physically harm people. No. Yeah. And I know growing up, you know, like have I spoke, uh, you know, in the past on these podcasts and I just speak, you know, I did do that all my life. You know, I was genuinely that way. And I don't apologize for the way I spoke and, and how I saw things and how I verbalized it. But it did stick with me. You know, I was classified as a bully to some because I didn't give I a didn't think so. I thought and she I, was like so cool and sweet. <laughs> it's like, I just didn't care. I'm like, if you're going to misbehave, I was going to lip you a new asshole because yeah. I was not <laughs> having it. I'm like, that's not, I don't want that around me. I don't think it's mm -hmm. correct. If you try to come at me, I would verbally make you cry and mm -hmm. I didn't care, you know? Mm -hmm. And in fact, it brought me joy because you're such a dick. Yeah. I, enjoyed, I enjoyed making you cry. I enjoyed making you angry. I enjoyed you walking away frustrated because I'm just like, you can't get to me. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that was just because like we were talking about, it was my parents. It was specifically, it was my dad. You know, my dad was just like, don't take any shit. If people are treating you bad, speak up. And then, mm -hmm. you know, I was blessed with height and girth that nobody yeah, wanted were. to mess with me, you know, so Lucky I, you. but I didn't abuse that. You know, I, I was always happy, but if you piss me off yeah, or don't provoke me. something mm -hmm. wrong in front of me, I will speak up, whether it's for me or somebody else, I spoke up, you know, mm -hmm. and I didn't care. And I still do that too. to this day. Mm -hmm. I will speak up for anybody, you know, who's being uh, demeaned yeah. or bullied in any way. I'm like, I'll speak up, you know, but it would, it was a shocker, you know, when I was a adult and some people were saying like, oh, you were bullied to me in high school. And I was like, who the hell are you? You know, but at the same time, you know, I can understand how they interpret it as, as such because maybe they were sensitive, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, cause oh. I didn't see it that way, but they felt it that mm -hmm. way. So I was like, oh, okay. Maybe, you know, either I'm blind to, you know, the volume and the power of my words, or you're really sensitive and you get yelled at a lot or spoken to the way I did at that time a lot. Or they know, got so called on their shit and they didn't like it. Yeah. 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 I was going to say yeah. that yep. I, I I've dealt with a lot of people that are, bullies i you know i'm an empath so i can feel people marnie you are not a bully you're real and mm -hmm. yeah. a lot yes. of people can't handle yes. handle real that you're real. honest mm -hmm. yeah. everybody tippy toes and and walks on eggshells like oh you're so nice and then yeah then yeah. behind closed doors like oh she's such a bitch yeah you know mm -hmm. but yeah. you speak truth and yeah. a lot of people majority of people can't handle that yeah, yeah. and that's so they think oh you're bullying me no i'm being real i'm telling yeah. you what people are mm -hmm. thinking i'm yeah. telling you what what I'm you need to hear. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, what I'm thinking. And yeah. that's why I think people mistake you being 100% real, mm -hmm. being a bully. No, mm -hmm. I'm yeah. telling you, because yeah. you when you speak, you don't do it out of meanness. Mm -hmm. You say yeah. what's on your mind, mm -hmm. which is yeah. rare. And, and mm -hmm. I, I appreciate that. Like, like MG yeah. said, 
that's amazing. You're not going to find much people like that. Right. That's just going to say mm-hmm. what they believe. Call and it like they, it is. They, mm-hmm. Yeah. Call it like it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You're not mm-hmm. going to find that. You don't even yeah. find refs doing that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. You know what though? The funny thing about that is the world is fucked up now because not a lot of people do that. Not a lot of people call somebody mm-hmm. else out on their shit. So people get away with a lot of shit nowadays because they act dumb and nobody calling them out on their shit. You know what I mean? Yep. You can't though. Cause yeah. if you do, then you're a Karen. Well, not, not really. No. I think there's always a way of no. doing it. It, there's always a way of doing something so that it doesn't come off as being a Karen. Like, yeah. I forget what the hell happened recently, but my husband had some kind of thing happen to him. And I was like, dude, what the fuck? Like, why don't you just be like, hey, don't do that. That's not right. You know what I mean? And he's just like, ah, oh. yeah. and I'm just like, you, you need to stop that shit because you're allowing these people to perpetuate bad habits, you know? Yeah. And you can't do that. You just have to call them right there. Boom. Hey, why are you doing that? That's not cool. You know what I mean? Like, it's a yeah. simple thing. Just make them aware of their actions because a lot of them are not that's the problem you know yes 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 and it's in the workplace and it affects you in the workplace it's like you're compliant you're complacent Mm -hmm. you know nobody like spaz was saying you know nobody wants to you know rock that boat you know everybody Mm -hmm. is just like you know it is what it is i can fix it on my own time Mm -hmm. it's like no it's a standard of the position yeah and if you're failing at it i will remind you mm-hmm. in pleasantries and yeah. rich sarcasm yeah you know, i do it in question format and you kind of wonder it's yeah. like oh where did you have a meeting that night oh no you know that so you you know you had this account for four years did you did you mean to get back to it and you just never did for four years mm-hmm. you know you just do those things so yeah. why aren't you doing what you're supposed to do mm-hmm because it affects, it's a ripple effect and it affects everyone, whether it's mm-hmm. with our time, whether it's with our uh, services to our client, what, mm-hmm. whatever the reason is, you know, there is a uh, cause and effect when we do certain things. So we need to um, learn it at a younger age to yes. not, mm-hmm. not yes. be that way. Exactly. You know, I, I tell my kids all the time, don't put it down, put it away. I'm like, don't put it down, put it away. And I yell it, you know, I don't care where I am in the house. I'll yell it. I'm like, don't put it down, put it away. You know, because when I want something, mm-hmm. I'm going to go to where it's supposed to be. Yes. And if you want to call you. me OCD, call yeah. me OCD. But that damn towel better be there. That mm-hmm. soap better be there. You know, that broom better be there. Because if not, yep. mommy's going to lose her shit. Yep. <laughs> you know, because... I want to see you in your reason. house. <laughs> I want to see you with your kids. <laughs> I hope, I hope those fast going back to your book. I hope mm-hmm. that one of the books talks about how you turned everything around and became where you are today. Yeah. That actually is. So like, this is the children's series. Yeah. That yeah is, you have um, a teenage series. Oh, coming okay. yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So that's coming out that it does explain why well, it has the the children book goes into the life lesson but mm-hmm. it tells a story and mm-hmm. it tells it like marnie would mm-hmm. straight <laughs> real and then it has a life lesson of what i took away from it so okay. um but it would probably be later where i talk about how i gain my success because it's more just you know dealing with the shit that i went through as a child and a teen and then mm-hmm. the life lessons but i think that the main thing is like what marnie says is like freaking do the damn thing you know freaking be yourself freaking don't let people define you what they say to you you know what i mean mm-hmm. you can't do it you're slow you're uncoordinated you know you don't read well you can't be a dj how are you gonna read and and work the knobs 
And I would say, but don't mom, you think those things mom, actually pushed this. you to do something better though? I mean, like, cause my mom used to tell me you can't be a model and you can't, you uh, can't be a radio personality cause you don't even know how to talk on the phone. And what, what did I become? Like I became a radio show, like morning show host in a month, you know, like, and then I, uh, um, I modeled in high school. So like her telling me that I can't do this because I'm short and I can't do this because kind of pushed me to where I am now. So, so MJ, we're like one of the few, believe it or not, all of us here on the show, because yeah. a lot of people let their mom, their dad, their people around them define them. Mm-hmm. And they say, well, they say, I can't do it. That I can't do it. So that's the message. The message yeah. is you believe in yourself. Nobody's coming for you. Nobody's coming yeah. to save you. Nobody's going to make you become a model. Nobody's going to make you be, it's you, 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 yeah. it, it, it are the person that has to do you have to believe in yourself and that's basically at the end of the day you have to believe in yourself nobody's coming to rescue you mm-hmm. nobody's coming to give you the red carpet and say hey you're a be- beautiful girl you should model hey you have a nice voice you have to believe in you and that's at the end of the day what it is that's mm-hmm. what we have all done and i'm talking about everybody here on this podcast that we have yeah. all believed in ourselves and say we can do it you know yeah. we, like yeah. so what you know i i speak my mind but Hey, this is who I am, mm-hmm. you know? So that's you have basically to have, what it is. And you have to have internal uh, reflection often. Mm. <laughs> it's not a one stamp deal. You know, every now and again, you're going to go back to yourself and you're going to realize like, Hey, you know, I want to do something different now. And I want to do something different now. Your lesson, uh, the book also is a two part, you know, and we shared it right now. And your last um, sharing with us is parents have to be mindful of their words. You know, if you don't believe your child is able to do something, why mm. did you have a kid, you negative fuck? You know, <laughs> right. but it's, yeah, you know, right. your job is to uplift children. Mm-hmm. Your job is to prevent them from going to the turmoils that you had. Yep. You know, your job is to progress a new generation. Mm-hmm. So if your kid comes up to you with dyslexia and says, I want to be a DJ, you know, and you're not positive that that's going to work out. You just say, mm, well, let's see what, you know, what the future what you offers got. us. Yeah. I don't yeah, only let, think let's that parents going to happen, but yeah. teachers also, because yes. I remember in middle school, I, I was, uh, I think I showed up with a hickey on my neck or something. And one of the teachers <laughs> called me a slut. And I oh, was is like, that Miss Naito? <laughs> no, this was in middle school, but I was just like, wow, you're going to call you know, like a student, a slut, just because she came with a hickey on her neck, she probably never had sex. You know what I mean? Like, and sounds like the science teacher. It might have just been a, <laughs> but, but, um, just teachers doing that too is not. I mean, like, if yes, she, that teacher pulled me aside and said, "Hey, you know, like, um, uh, why did you? Or, you know, I see that you have something on your neck, and you know, let let me tell you more about like stuff, and then." It might have been a different experience rather than calling me a slut. You know what I mean? I agree. A lot of people don't. Well, this is for teachers. They do not realize that they probably spend more time. Well, they do. They spend more time with kids than their parents do. Yeah. And yeah. so they yeah. are more influential to these young generations. So like you said, they have to be very mindful on what they say. You know yep. what I mean? And and they, they and like I was lucky to have. Miss Watase and another um, teacher, Mr. McCall, that helped me in high school. But I also had teachers, same way. I had a teacher uh, that basically told me that I'm not going to amount to nothing, that I'm a punk because, 
because they she didn't understand why I was being so silly. I was being silly because I was trying to get out of doing the work because mm-hmm. I, I was ashamed that I couldn't read, that I stuttered. So I made a joke out of it and tried to be the clown and get out of doing work because I didn't want to look like the fool. So instead of, you know, looking a fool because of something that I tried, I just tried to be a fool. And, and she said, you know what, you're not going to amount to anything because you're so silly. You don't take anything seriously. You're, you're not going to make it in life. And one of the per punishments was she said, you think you're better than everybody. You mm. think you're God. So she made me stand on a table on a desk and I had to just be quiet because God doesn't speak to anybody. So I just stood on the table so everybody could look at me. But yeah. not Aww. realizing I like that. So I started dancing and making moves and, you know, and wait. <laughs> you and like just, the attention. Yes. So I put that fired on her. And, yeah. and, and I, I, you know, I, I, I would tell them, hey, go get back to work. And she said, you can't talk. I can't hear God. I said, you can't. I can. <laughs> so, yeah, she just did not like me. But like Angie said, she could have put me on the side and said, hey, why why do you do this why are you tell me why do you act so foolish and even when I give you like you're not respecting me I respect you what I I think it would have been a different outcome I would how can I help you right like how can I help you be better yes so for for teachers you are you know your actions on what you do to a child your student impacts them for the rest of their life I never forgot that you know I never forgot that that she said that (laughs) that narrative is flipped now now teachers are the student. I mean, the parents and uh, are coming forward now. It's like, we don't accept that. The students yeah. have cell phones. They're recording it. Yeah. They're not going to stand yeah. for that. Mm. So yeah. the role of the, the teachers that we had growing up has completely flipped and yeah. they are accountable now. So now they're a little more passive and they're getting a little frustrated about it. It's like, well, no, it's like, you remember growing up and you're, yeah. You're, yeah. you're being mean. It's like, yeah. why would you perpetuate that? It's like hazing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's no, yeah. there's no place for that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, no, no. Uh, I had you know. a first grade teacher. Our um, bathroom pass was a toilet seat. And you had to wear it when you go to the bathroom. That was horrible. Oh that's not, that's not nice. You know? <laughs> like, oh, so are you saying that this classroom is a gas station? I agree. <laughs> it is a shit show in here and it smells like blue water. So you're, <laughs> I should take this, you know, a, a completely, uh, I guess, negative and uh, what's that, that focus driven keychain. You know, to yeah. let everyone know, you know, I got gout or I got GERDs or, you know, I'm just having a bad day. You know, thank you so much for that public humiliation. <laughs> exactly. But I'll be sure to leave toilet paper on my seat <laughs> and all on the floor because this is a shit show. And you just confirmed it. Thank you so much, you you negative ass. Yeah. You know, we, yeah. we can't tolerate that today. Today is unacceptable. You have yep. to be caring and respectful but a yes. lot of the times it's just not genuine in the action yep it is a standard operating procedure that people have memorized and you can tell the difference between those who are genuinely liking uh, a, a positive kind work environment and those who are following hr guidelines so yep. you know it's it's getting there i think it's getting there it's definitely different than when we grow up oh my yeah, word is the world is very different from when i was a kid but I think that was the intention. Uh, the intention was rulers. to stop oh, yeah. that that uh, rough uh, upbringing yep. and that you know hurtful upbringing, and to be more expansive with understanding because that would lead to more creative human beings 
versus more damaged human beings. Yeah. You know what? And I, I wonder if teachers should read, you know, his book. Yeah. You know what he said, you know? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Because yeah. that's what sure. when Marty's talking about that, I'm like, hey, you yeah. know what? Teachers should read his book because yeah, for sure. they would get a different perspective on who they're teaching. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, because um, yeah, because they are doing inclusiveness. Special mm -hmm. needs kids are no longer in the portables; they're part of the general population yep. yeah. uh, student classroom. And you know, it's worrisome for the parents who have to send their kids in, knowing that they could be picked right. on and ridiculed mm -hmm. and bullied. Mm -hmm. And it's um, tiresome for the gen ed teacher who's not a special needs teacher mm -hmm. and will silently reprimand your kid to the corner or, you know, call them names quietly in their ear, mm. like shut the hell up, you know, and you know, get in line <laughs> like everybody else, you mm -hmm. brat, you know, like we don't know, but the kid yeah. is gonna be uh, experiencing that. Yeah, yep. As a teacher, I, I, I take all the things that I went through and all the negative stuff I went through with teachers and I change that, I try to change that. So um, like one of them is like, are you saying about the, the toilet seat or yeah. we had a big coffee can? You know, yeah, saying, oh, yeah, yeah, he's gonna go, he's gonna go take a shit, everybody. Yeah, you know, yeah. you know? <laughs> so instead of, I tell my students, instead of coming up to me and asking me to use the bathroom, That's just cool. give me a thumbs up, like oh. just in the back of the room, or just look at me and give me a thumbs up, and then they go. I mean, the bathroom's like two doors down. It's not like they, yeah. I, I need to give them permission. If they gotta <laughs> use the bathroom, they use the bathroom. So it's the yeah. thumb, thumbs up. And then I also take a weather check. I, hey, how's the weather? And if they're having a good day, they, you know, they, they, thumbs up if they're uh, kind of not and if they're having a storm they just like that and then Aww. later I said hey hey what can I do to help like you know like yeah. is everything okay and some they don't really want help they just want to be recognized that they're yeah. not having a validated good yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah validated and that's yeah. it they're okay mm -hmm. you know I, I, I would say 90% of the time they never say oh yeah I, I need help or what's going on and some of the stories I do hear blows my mind I'm mm -hmm. like Oh yeah, my, my dad almost died. Wait, what? He was like, oh. yeah, my, my stepmom got drunk and they were fighting and they were driving and he uh she pulled the wheel and, and they got into an accident. Oh, like, oh my holy God. crap. Yeah. Oh, you're 11 years old. Why are you oh. knowing this? You know, yeah, stuff yeah. like that. So people just don't know what people are going yeah. through and they just think, oh, look at this spoiled brat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, well he's not paying attention to that. I don't know what the hell his problem is. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah, that, so, that horrible adage or mantra of, you know, leave everything at the door. Mm. Yeah, mm -hmm. we're we're in class now. <laughs> leave yeah. everything at the door. Now <laughs> moving forward. Oh, shut up, you stick in the mud. It's like, no. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, grandma died. Mm -hmm. You know, my dog ran away when I was, you know, coming to school. Yeah. You know, yeah. Got yeah. out of the gate and yeah. took off. Yeah. You know, uh, I forgot my lunch money. Yeah. All you they know, want is a little break, a little break, a little cut yes. some slack, you know? And yeah, that's why I do the weather check. Because if mm -hmm. I see the thumbs down, I like, hey, what's going on? Yeah, my dog yeah. just died. Mm -hmm. uh, I you think know that's what? so awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I I, I, I try. And, mm -hmm. and even when I do my lessons, I say thumbs up if they understand, thumbs down if I didn't. And mm -hmm. I'll try to work with them. Just mm -hmm. trying things that would have helped me growing yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Checking yeah. the temperature. Checking the temperature is always yeah. good. Mm -hmm. I yep, think you, exactly. you just nailed it. A lot of the transition and a lot of the pro progressive moves were based off of, you know, personal tragedies or personal um, experiences that were negative. And we don't want to 
see it happen again. Mm. We don't want anyone to experience that again. So we work mm -hmm. hard in our little world, in our uh, environment, to make sure that never happens again. Mm -hmm. And you know, and we those are the teachers that work extra hard. Those are the employees that work extra hard on making sure none of that is in their bubble, and none of that is in this one hour time frame or mm -hmm. you know six hour class or yeah. you know they make mm. sure that this is a safe environment mm. and you know that is something that unfortunately is the limit for some kids it's that classroom and the minute they leave they're back to the turmoil they're back to the chaos you know and it's like and they kind of like i wish every day was like my class and it's not and so you know these students hopefully uh, I think that's why a lot of students, even though they get older, they keep coming back to that one teacher mm -hmm. where they're 18 years old and they still go back to their first grade teacher, you know, or they're mm -hmm. in college and they still go back to the seventh grade teacher. And you're kind of like, why do you do that? You know, it's just like they impacted me in such a way so much yeah. that I couldn't really move forward without them. And that's like a huge one. Miss <laughs> Dang. Who? Miss Dang from art class <laughs> in oh, <Kaiser>. <laughs> my, with the little Chinese lady. I loved her. She was my favorite. <laughs> it, it's yeah. funny because I, um, I have students that that's not even in my class that come. Hi, Mr. Bulletow. I'm like, they're just Aww. happy. And I don't even have them for class, but yeah. I, I find out their name. I don't their name and I acknowledge him. You know what I mean? Hi, Jimmy. Hi, Adam. You know, and they're like, yeah. you know, you know, and, and even if that just made their day by just acknowledging them, giving, yeah. acknowledging them, you know, that that's what we have to do. We have to have empathy for these kids and not, and understand that this is, I mean, can you imagine that we're going to a pandemic where they believe or, or know that if they get coughed on, they'll die. Mm -hmm. Imagine yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. 11 yep. year old think I could die. if Somebody coughs on me. Like, I can't even imagine that. I mean, when yeah. we we're growing up, we just would go <laughs> yeah. under our desk thinking that oh, we're going to get bombed or we're going to have a hurricane. Yeah. That's how we're going to die. Like, if the weather is going to have a hurricane, we go under the desk doing our, our drills and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Did you guys have that where you had to go under your desk um, for? No. Yeah, I don't so, remember that. No. Okay. Then I'm aging myself. But when, <laughs> we, when we had the first of the month siren, um, uh -huh. It was it was also for in case we got bombed. Oh, in case, yeah, because they still remember Pearl Harbor. Yes, yes, yes. So we had to go under our desk. So when they had that siren, yeah, yeah, every yeah. month at eleven forty-five, mm -hmm. we'd go under our desk to practice what would happen if we heard that siren if it wasn't go. the first of the month in case we yeah. got bombed. Because huh. that Crazy. table will save you. We all know that. We all know yes. that. They didn't build the building with that material, but heaven forbid, you know, it's that's going to save you. Uh, yeah. So Baz, thank you so much for joining us today. Yes. I look forward this. to all of your books coming. I like know. legit, I look yeah. forward to all of Me them. Me too. They're great. And we got to have great. you on again. Yeah. Absolutely. Talk about your gastric bypass. <laughs> he so. definitely creates happiness. So you yeah, just find what sure. we do. I yes. love it. Thank you mm -hmm. so thank much. You. Yeah. Thanks, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, and um, we'll have we'll be back next week. Yes, we'll Mahalo be back for next listening. Week Friday. It's not. And aloha, aloha, aloha. <laughs> well, good goodbye. goodbye, goodbye. Is that okay? That's fine. Okay, bye. Mahalo for listening to Creates Happiness podcast with Nadine, MJ, and Marnie. Tune in every Friday and let us know what you.
you think. If you have any questions, show topics, hit us up at createhappinesspodcast at gmail.com. That's Create Happiness with a Y. 